Welcome to the Banega Swast India podcast. Our focus is one health, one planet, one future. Our aim is health for all and leaving no one behind because Swast Bharat is Sampan Bharat. The month of June is celebrated as Pride Month and observed in several countries to commemorate the struggles and victories of the LGBTQ communities. Though it was started in 1969 in the United States, the movement has grown and become a global symbol of celebrating and accepting identities. I'm Ambika Singh Kama and on our Pride Month special podcast episode, we have with us Onir, filmmaker and author of I am Onir and I am gay. We will be speaking with Onir about the struggles of the LGBTQ community and why he believes equality is non-negotiable. So the first thing what I would like to ask you is uh, I am Onir and I am gay is a very personal account. What made you pen it down at this point? Uh actually it was kind of accidental. I was talking to agent uh 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 kanishka about the rights for a book called carpet weavers which is the first afghan uh, gay novel you know and i wanted to see if i could make it into a film nearly about 4 5 years back and while talking he started trying to convince me and it's been uh, you know that i should work on a memoir and i was like you know you make it sound as if i'm ready to retire or something <laughs> and is it too early and he kept on you know pressing for the last 5 years nearly i think and uh, during the covid period uh, you know when i was at home 2021 i thought that maybe you know i discussed with my sister irene who is the co-writer with me mm-hmm. that maybe it's not a bad idea because a lot of you know when i grew up there was no reference points mm-hmm. you know and uh, there are not too people too many people in my industry and elsewhere who are comfortable even today talking about uh saying even just i'm gay yeah and uh, and talking about their journey and i thought that you know i get lots of messages from youngsters mm-hmm. on social media who are struggling to accept themselves are struggling to deal with how their families or society uh you know deal with their identity, identity. and uh, i thought yeah. maybe maybe this could help some people to navigate their lives and identity better uh so if it could even help a few people and touch a few lives otherwise also uh i thought that why not since it's anyway locked down and it's a yeah. good time to uh, introspect and write about one's journey i mean absolutely like what you said about acceptance you know and especially one's identity and when we talk about inclusion i mean these are very basic things um, onir and of course like you said it will help a lot of people i think it will give them that confidence at some point you set the tone of the book in what's in store with a very important statement equality is non negotiable when it comes to gender obviously this has been a long standing struggle uh, you know since a while like i mean you were saying right now what do you think there there are the significant successes and failures in the endeavor when we talk about equality for all i feel if i as a queer person talk you know in 2018 when the supreme court verdict you know the lawyer mentioned that the entire nation owes the lgbtqi community an apology mm-hmm. it really touched you you know that 
finally someone feels the injustice that's been done to us for no reason you know why should any human being be treated less equally than anybody else especially in the world's largest democracy but in 2022 when i try to make a film called we are where one of the uh, characters uh, is an army man based inspired by a real life major who came out in an interview with ntv and it's available in public domain i was stopped from telling the story and it really made me feel sad that that apology that uh, supreme court talked about that this whole uh, you know acceptance inclusion needed to be implemented by every section of society and state and why should it be that any institute be it the army or any but judge us not because of our not by our intellect strength uh, talent capabilities loyalty but by our sexuality i mean street people are not judged because of that yes. you know you can hear about honey, honey traps happening all the time mm-hmm. but does that stop street men from being recruited no yeah. you know so it is absolute discrimination and a disgrace that in 2022 we choose not to be a part of 57 progressive countries in the world which accept lgbtqi in the army but we rather be uh, uh, you know with the group that still uh, oppresses and does not recognize us as equal human beings so of course stigma like and you said even discrimination you know which is still happening uh, in the book you also talk about suffering you know from low self esteem in your growing up years you know from your looks to complexion and then your sexuality there's also you know moment when you talk about the realization at the age of 17 uh, you know i realized for the first time that my love was not acceptable something that was priceless to me but was considered sinful by others so only with you know is there any way you would have dealt with the situation differently or tell us how can someone really cope in the same shoes cope in a better way any suggestions what would you tell them uh, i feel that the world around right now is different from you know i myself you know when i was in school in bhutan i didn't even know the word gay you know so you can imagine someone understanding first that okay you are you know i didn't think that i was i'm supposed to be bracketed into something different i just thought i was another human being who had certain likes and dislikes just like everybody has you know and uh, and then to realize that not only are you bracketed as someone different but also your identity is considered as sin by many it was not accepted by many so i grew up in that world you know and today i feel very very fortunate for so many youngsters that at least we are growing up in a world post 2018 where at least we are empowered by law not to be treated as criminals though we are still a long long way off be it in terms of our rights to marriage or adoption or various other legal rights but still what we have is precious and uh, it gives one more courage but i always tell any youngster who messages me who is afraid of being accepted by family or anybody i said you know first 
understand that this is not your only definition you know yeah. focus on becoming independent and at that point if your family does not accept you because you have the courage and the possibility to walk out mm-hmm. walk out and redefine the notions of family recreate your own family because if someone does not love your identity that love is not worth hankering for or nurturing i mean identity is what i think one lives for and like you said acceptance from family of course is the most important and equally important in society yes but 2018 was the big game changer and it has brought a lot but a lot more needs to be done on ground only uh, of course my brother nikhil we all remember it uh, in 2005 is a truly landmark film as it was one of the i mean it was one of the first films to talk about aids and also the gay relationship and the stigma the way you put it across today especially on ott platforms we see many series dealing with the issue of gender and same sex relationships how significant is this trend and of course you did it way back uh, 17 years ago uh you know i feel that uh, one of course more the narrative always welcome but i feel that a lot of narrative that is happening right now is happening from a very heteronormative gaze of about acceptance about taking baby steps in understanding us but my life the life that i've lived is not about taking baby steps nor is it an issue i have stories i've lived i've loved you know and i don't see those stories being represented and i don't see out and proud queer filmmakers making the stories about our narrative just like there was this talk about the necessity of having women rep, you know tell their stories behind the camera that there because the feminine gauge is different so is the queer gauge different because we were born accepting the straight world nobody had to teach us pride month i'll be getting like hundreds of call that let come for this panel discussion come for this chat and talk about inclusion diversity and i'm like nobody had to do that for me for the street world and i feel that a lot of filmmakers themselves are learning about accepting us and it's time that our stories are told the way we want to tell and not the way a heteronormative world accepts us because why should my identity depend on someone else's acceptance why should my stories be about what makes someone else comfortable i feel that still beat studios beat platforms do not recognize that i have stories and we have stories to tell which is independent of acceptance in a heteronormative world which is still so trying to figure out you feel the narrative needs to change absolutely from the perspective yeah. yes on it also you know whether it was uh, my brother nikhil whether it was aids which you know back then obviously it's stigmatized as a gay man's disease to even monkeypox now fighting the stigma continues to be a challenge for the community i feel that you cross a hurdle and then a few more comes up you know and sometimes you know i remember that in 2009 when the delhi high court had uh you know decriminalized homosexuality mm-hmm. it was an incredible moment for the community mm-hmm. and in in 2013 when the supreme court overruled it mm-hmm. you know it was despair and we thought that i thought that i would not see 2000 what happened in 2018 in my lifetime 
And now that we have achieved that, you are also constantly thinking that look at the new hurdles that keep on coming because the patriarchal society is extremely insecure about what they feel as intruding into their power structure you know be it in terms of women be it in terms of the lgbtqi community they're constantly threatened and then you have this constant hurdles that one has to deal with because unfortunately decision makers even today in 2022 are largely men yeah. cisgendered men who come with a very heavy a backdrop a baggage of patriarchy on them which they don't even understand very often i think you've put that really well i mean you know what you just rightly said you know we were talking about challenges you said hurdles keep coming one after the other of course we learned to deal with them how big a setback has the pandemic been for the lgbtq you know for the community when overall inequity of the society anyway seems to have increased uh, so I what think, do you feel these past 2 years has it pushed it back even further i think for a lot of people it was very very traumatic because people who came out who were living independently in cities away from home mm-hmm. where they were not accepted very often lost their jobs had to go back to an environment which was not necessarily safe which was abusive which was humiliating for them mm-hmm. and if you look at uh, what covid did the percentage of women uh, who lost their jobs and the community is much more in compared to men mm-hmm. you know so obviously it affected the community much more mm-hmm. uh but i think we are resilient you know the community has you know what happens is that you your immunity <laughs> against adversity is so strong because you are dealing with all your life that this too shall pass and we will we will move ahead only when we talk about equality and inclusion and leaving no one behind which is also the core of our campaign this uh, you know season 8 when it comes to access to opportunities uh, basics like whether it's health education you know exercising fundamental rights what all aspects or areas according to you still need a lot of work or you know what do you think needs to be prioritized let me put it that way i think most important is education to be able to introduce gender and sexuality to children right from early age where they do not mock anyone who they perceive as different where they are also uh confident enough to to explore their own you know sexual identity or gender you know because what you learn at that age shapes you up as a human being so i feel education at school and also home is extremely important and followed very closely by it is healthcare that you know today even today you have you know you will have doctors where you know when parents find out about their children they take their children consider uh, treating it as a disease and very often doctors there are doctors who are themselves homophobic and who would you know try and insist that this is wrong and you need to change and it's a mental disease or you know it's yeah. a, there's a problem you know so i feel these are the core spaces you know along with 
decision makers, empowering the community in every aspect. How do you think we can normalize this conversation around sexuality? What really needs to be done to bring about a difference? I feel, first of all, people should not forget uh, conversations of diversity and inclusion after Pride Month, because every Pride Month, you know, very often I get calls from different platforms or studios saying that, oh, we want to have a chat with you. And I tell them that I'm just giving you an example that, you know, instead of this chat, why don't you also do some programming? You're making hundreds of, you know, programs. One could, and they'd say, yeah, yeah, we're very keen, da, da, da. Why don't you send? And for the last, you know, especially after uh, uh, 2018, yeah, okay. The the number of con- you know uh, concepts scripts that I've tried to send across, and they've always been received with silence or rejection, saying that oh, right now we are taking baby steps and we cannot, uh, you know, this is too gay or whatever. And I yeah, and I feel that cinema is such a such a powerful medium. Why are you disempowering me to tell, to talk to my society, to the community, the allies and the others who can be allies using this medium? So you are in a process disempowering the discourse. So I feel that all of us need to consciously enable discourse Mm. and not discourse, which is only from the point of view of appeasing what is you know, like very often people will tell that, you know, as long as they're not on the face. Yeah. You know, not- but what is this on the face? Or you'll hear the comments that, you know, a lot of youngsters who are, go, you know, young teenagers, people will tell them that, you know, why do you have to move your hand this way or walk this way? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, have you ever, ever heard someone tell that to a person perceived as straight that why do you walk like this why do you talk like this why does your hand move the way it does you know so I feel that you know to stop being judgmental to Mm. be able to listen Mm. is so so important to bring in change I think that's a really, really strong message. What you, you know, what you just said. I mean, being judging. You know, I mean, even the comparison, for that matter. Again, that it keeps coming down to the same thing: judgmental acceptance. You know, you did tell us about, you know, you have ideas, and you know, a lot of times people say it may be too bold. But the taboo and censorship is not something new. You know, Anil, when it comes to uh, issues pertaining to LGBTQ in the community, any latest experience of not getting clearance for a film being you know, a case in point of this? Like, do you feel because of the issue you've not got, is it, has it ever happened, any experience? Like, just I mentioned the film that I was uh, trying to make uh, this year, early this year, which mm-hmm. is a sequel to my national award-winning film, I Am, called We Are, that the Ministry of Defense uh, refused to give an NOC. So that's a uh, ex- recent experience. And I wonder if today I had to do I Am, whether it would receive a national award or even a sensor uh, film certification board would give it a certificate because we have forgotten that cinema is meant to question every form of power. 
you know, as I mean, and it's not about abusing, it's not about defaming, it's about questioning. And if that right to question is taken away from an artist, you in a way are throttling and killing the art. True, and which is a very strong medium, like you rightly said. Only just a last question. What is the way forward? You know, what are some of the critical issues of the community that need to be addressed? You know, whether it's the adoption rights, you know, to marriage in the in that quest for non-negotiable equality. I feel the list is huge. But to, I mean, like you mentioned, I feel that first of all, I mean, like now it's uh, in court marriage right, for example. And the way people oppose it stuns me you know the, this whole thing about against our culture you know and i'm like what is culture isn't culture supposed to be something that evolves because mm-hmm. humanity and human rights is more important than any culture any book any anything that's you know stuck in time because we need to understand that with time everything needs to evolve for a better world, not for a worse world, mm-hmm. not for a society that continues to oppress, you know. And uh, for that, I feel that be it inclusion of the community in the forces, inclusion of the community in the parliament, in the lawmaking bodies, you know, inclusion in education, to talk about us, why are we absent you know, I was absent in my history, geography, chemistry, biology, everywhere. That is unfair. We need to be present. Our our presence needs to be recognized in every space of social uh, or private communication. Absolutely. You know, Anil, it's been a pleasure to speak with you. Thank you so much for giving us your time and wishing you, you all the very best for the book. Thank you so much. That's it on the Panega Swasandhya podcast this week. If you have comments, queries or suggestions on the topic we discussed today or issues you would like us to cover in future, to write to us on bsipodcast at the rate ndtv.com. Remember, BSI stands for Banega Swasandhya. You can also connect with us on Banega Swasandhya handles on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and continue the conversation through the week. Till next week, This is Ambika Singh Kama signing off. Stay healthy and stay safe.